Welcome to the Makeup and Beauty Podcast, where we talk about all things makeup and beauty with a dash of fashion and pop culture. I'm your host, C. Michelle, and let's jump right into it. Hello, and welcome back to the Makeup and Beauty Podcast. I hope you had a refreshing weekend, and I hope you've been enjoying the guests so far that have been on the show. Well, today we're gonna have another amazing guest that I will introduce in just a second. We have some amazing beauty news, and we have a new product of the week that I'm excited to share with you guys. So about our guest, her name is Denitra and she is an image consultant based in Detroit. She helps women create their style and define their style. And she herself has an excellent sense of style and an extensive knowledge in fashion. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her and hear all about her journey and the fashion industry. But before we jump into the actual interview with Denitra, let's get into the product of the week. My Hourglass Vanish Stick Foundation has been my go-to product for the last week. I just keep reaching for it. I love this foundation because it gives me that perfect, flawless, on-camera look period. So this is quite expensive. It's about $49 or $46 for the product, but I mean, it's good. I would repurchase it again. I'm almost finished with this one and I've had it for a while. I've had it for a while. Okay. So again, this is definitely a repurchase. I am the shade Warm Almond and this stuff is just flawless. It's a thick foundation though. So a little goes a long way unless you want that full face, honey, unless you want that full coverage and you want that full glam, this foundation will give it to you. I know some people like to wear it that might have um, hyperpigmentation, acne spots, because it would really cover it easily, like easily. So again, you can definitely share it out. You don't have to apply it so thick, but I love it. It comes in 32 shades. It's a natural finish and it's very long wearing. It's cruelty free and it's vegan. So it's described as a weightless, waterproof foundation with long wearing, concentrated coverage in a custom triangular component for fast and easy full coverage on the go. It's $48. I know it's quite expensive, but I mean, that's kind of the going rate for the foundations now. I mean, you have Pat McGrath at 64, Lisa Eldridge at 68. Um, these foundations are getting more and more expensive. So yeah. Let me know if you guys have tried it by emailing me at podcast at cmichellestyles.com or sliding over in my DMs at cmichellestyles. So before we jump into what's new in beauty, I would like to thank my latest reviewer, DG August. 81. Thank you so much for your review. It meant so much to me. And thank you to whoever has been reviewing and liking. It helps the show grow and helps it reach more listeners. And I appreciate the love and support so much. So let's get into what's new in beauty. There's always something new that's going on and I am here for the tea. So number one, there have been some new direct to consumer brands or companies coming out, one being by Beauty Pie. So Beauty Pie is created by a woman who founded Bliss and Soap and Glory, and she sold both companies. 
And now she's coming out with Beauty Pie, which is a cutting out the middleman type of company. So instead of all of the packaging and all of that jazz, you're getting the product without the markup. And it says beauty is only skin deep, so why pay through the nose? This year, cut out the middleman and the ridiculous retailer markups. The brand is Beauty Pie, for example. So whatever you buy is Beauty Pie's Healthy Skin Serum or Beauty Pie's Vitamin C. So that is their brand. They're only in the UK and the United States right now. So what's in the starter kit? You get four of the best-selling skin and body care formulas. You get this exclusive kit plus amazing insider prices for the entire year. So you get the Japanese Fusion Pure Transforming Cleanser. You get the Micro Peeling Super Drops. You get the Ultimate Anti-Aging Cream and the Brightening Body Lotion and it has vitamin C in it. You know, this is interesting to me because I really did like the Bliss products and Soap and Glory was great too. So it seems like, you know, she's very well versed in what she's talking about. So she came out with Beauty Pie. So, you know, get your piece of the pie, pun intended. <laughs> okay, anyway, so there's another direct-to-consumer program called Neen. So this is by the lady that owned Stila Cosmetics. She owned Stila and then she sold it to Estee Lauder. And she has come out with her own subscription-based situation also. On her site, it's called wearneen.com. And this is the first ever makeup subscription card. Hmm. So it says subscribe to get a monthly Neen card. You'll get a card with five new looks and five actual makeup swatches. Scan the QR codes for the looks you like and check out easily. Can't wait to see how you make it your own. Neen is for everyone. Cool, so it says you can sign up here and get a free card. So it looks like you can get the testers on the card, try them, see how you like them, and if you like them, you can order it direct. It sounds like a great way to not one, get a whole bunch of returns that will add to the sustainability part. People only buy it if they like it. Maybe you can test it out from the swatch. It seems like from the card I'm looking at, it's eyeshadows, maybe a lipstick. Probably not gonna have that many SKUs to begin with, I'm assuming just from the card, maybe five SKUs to start, unless she has a variety of cards she's gonna be sending out. But that's really interesting. So let me know how you guys feel about subscriptions and all of that and are you interested? I mean, the more I read on them, the more I'm kind of interested, but the information to both Beauty Pie and Neen will be in the show notes. So you guys can check those out. Some other news that I wanna share because it just makes me proud. It just makes me happy. A girl from Michigan who I know personally, her name is Tahira Harrison. She is the new and the first editorial director of Tropicals. How cool is that? So it says the Gen Z skincare brand Tropicals has also created a new position. It has appointed Tahira Harrison, its first editorial director. After her stint as Teen Vogue's fashion and beauty director, she has written for Complex, Bon Appetit, British Vogue, The Wine, Vogue, The Cut, Vulture, Refinery29, and Garage Magazine as well. Go girl, go black girl magic. I am just so happy to see it. Proud moment. Proud moments in the black girl community. Proud of you sis, congratulations. Okay. So right after the intro to the show, you are going to hear my amazing interview with Denitra. I hope you guys enjoy it. Stay tuned. Well, 
welcome to Nitra to the Makeup and Beauty Podcast. We are so happy to have you. How are you? All is well. I am so excited to be here. How are you? I'm good. I love your look. You look absolutely fabulous, which totally makes sense because you're an image consultant. So tell me, so she has on these fabulous glasses, you guys, and her hair is just like all picturesque to the side and, and like her lipstick is perfect. And what lip color do you have on? This is everyone's favorite Ruby Woo by MAC. Um, a classic. I, I a pulled classic. out my red for you, Sedacia, because you yes. know I'm not a red girl. <laughs> I love my reds, girl, and it but it looks really good on you. Thank you. Really Thank you. good. So tell us, how did you get started in fashion, and just a little bit about yourself? Well, um, again, my name is Denitra. I am the owner of Unforgettable You, which is an image consulting company. And I got started over 10 years ago, actually. Uh, I've always been into style. Um, I'd like to say that I'm more into style than fashion. And uh, there is a hu- it's a huge difference to me. Uh, I've always been like a champion of women. And I just think that what I do in my job, image consulting, is like way deeper than fashion. We get into self-esteem coaching. We get into a little bit of counseling because I do have like a a psychology social work background. And uh, we just delve into who you are as a person versus who the world tells you that you should be. So... Um, Unforgettable You, like I said, is an image consulting company. We do wardrobe styling. We do personal shopping. We do public speaking about image, um, mentoring, and the list goes on. But uh, again, to reemphasize, we do more of style versus fashion. I do want to dig a little deeper into the style versus fashion part and just the image consulting part. So you listed some great differences. Is there anything else that you maybe want to elaborate on as far as the differences between the two? Sure. You know, you and I growing up, I'm sure you could relate to this. Um, the world, the me- media, mm-hmm. sometimes our our family, you know, everyone has an opinion about how you should look. And so um, kind of combating that and forcing literally women to dig a little bit deeper to find out who they are and I'm just a huge believer that what's on the inside comes out and so when a client comes to me and asks about fashion I immediately try to redirect them to uh, get better acquainted with themselves because your insides will tell you how you should present on the outside. And so um, working with a client to really, really get them to know what they like, why they like it, and then have that translate into their style. Because fashion is, is a bunch of trends. You know what I mean? Right. Style will last always. So if you get into um, the style of who you are, and that includes your personality, what you do for a living, our past sometimes, um, and then our aspirations. All of that is included in style. And so if you get to know all of those things, you really will discover your personal style. So that's a really good way to look at it. Because when I think of fashion, I always thought of it mostly as like 
style. But when you really think about it, it's style is based on an individual person. So I can have my own style, but maybe incorporate a new trend or whatever into my style. That fashion doesn't mean it's my style per se, or like the thing that makes me me. That's really, really cool. That's a great way to think of it from here on out. Fashion is people telling you how you should present. Style is you telling the world who you are and how you present. Yes. There's a huge difference. Huge. I mean, that's a quote right there. Note to self, quote that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So what would the customer experience be, or what would a client experience be hiring you to be their image consultant from, you know, I don't know how detailed you want to get, but like from start to finish, from contacting you to, you know, just the whole gamut. Yeah, so I've developed a process over the years um, that it's easy for me and easy for the client, uh, and that is simply let's talk first. So I do a consultation, a very brief consultation, a 30-minute consultation. So we talk um, to discover, you know, number one, whether we're going to be a good fit. And number two, once we discover, yeah, you know, we're a good fit, we can work well together. Now let's see really what you need. A lot of times people come to me and they think they need to, you know, just uh, shop and get rid of everything that they have. And I don't operate like that initially. I work with what you have first and see if we can rework that because, you know, another huge portion of my business um, has revolved into sustainability. So I'm a huge, huge advocate for um, not being, you know, wasteful and Mm -hmm recycling what we have in our closet and so one of my most popular services is a wardrobe remix section and so we um over the last years we've developed a virtual session you know because of what's going on in the world the pandemic I hate I hate saying that now but (laughs) I know um yeah but so we we've been able to rework it in such a way that we can do it virtual. So that's recreating outfits from your existing wardrobe. Um, So yeah, so we discover what exactly it is that a client needs. We stick with them along the process and even after a client has access to to, uh, consult with me and to ask questions over a certain time period. So I don't leave you hanging. So, so it's a consultation. We decide on what service you need. We complete that service and then it's a good follow-up. And I am proud to say that 80% of my clientele, they are returning clientele. So it's kind of, um, it's a great thing because we really, really get to know each other and working with each other so often. So I'm really, really proud of that aspect of my business. That's amazing. Say, for instance, if you do the consultation and you see like, okay, like you have some nice pieces, like we can repurpose a couple of these things, but I can see you need the following. Would you shop for me or would we go together? Like, how would that go? It depends on the client. Like I have some clients who absolutely want nothing to do with the shopping process. Yeah. (laughs) And so I do, I, I shop for them according to, you know, what they need, what my suggestions are. Um, 
And again, because of the pandemic, I've developed another wonderful virtual um, aspect to the personal shopping where um, some clients just like to shop online. And mm -hmm. so I've developed a system to where uh, I find things that they can purchase online and I, you know, create fashion boards for them with shoppable links. So they're able to shop um, at their leisure. And so absolutely, I will shop with you. And this opens it up to the, the whole world, right? It's not just locals who I can shop for. Now I, I shop for people everywhere. So, you know, this, this time that we're in has introduced a lot of um, virtual services that, you know, we may not have necessarily been eager <laughs> mm -hmm. to pursue but it's mm -hmm. wonderful you know you can touch the world now have you had like a really impactful client that just like really touched you or what has been one of your most exciting experiences yeah i i'm thinking of one in particular we've actually been together over over 10 years wow. and and we've you know we've grown together uh and so it's just really interesting to see people grow in their style. Um, and just actually last week, we had a closet session because she's getting ready to have a, a photo shoot. And so pulling some things out, I said, such and such, I never would have imagined that you'd grab that. And she's like, I know you got me out of my <laughs> shell. You know, so just hearing um, individuals, women who are open to try new things, who are open to another world of possibilities, you know, even with their personality, right? So, you know, you embrace another style, you embrace another color, and then another aspect of your personality shines through. So it's just amazing to see like the evolution of, of a person's style. So that's a great example of a person who's been with me. I've been able to to kind of chart mm -hmm. <laughs> the progress and the growth. It's amazing. So what would be your style? I think that as I grow also, um, my style has evolved. I've always had a component of classic, just mixed with um, eclectic pieces. And so I'd like to say that I'm a mix between classic and a street style, if you will. Um, but I can adapt. And that's the thing, you know, I think that we can have our personal style, but then the adjustments come in different environments. And so mm -hmm. are we able to to kind of uh, nestle into an environment and still keep our personal style. And, and, and your personal style could, could be one thing one year and then the next you evolve into this eclectic rock star, you yeah. know? So it, it just depends. And I don't, um, I really don't like to pigeonhole women mm -hmm. into um, a particular style, but we can work around like what your main style is and what your main personality is and kind of integrate and institute some different pieces from different style types so i'm a mixer <laughs> and that's fine that's awesome i think that it's really hard like for example when someone asks you describe yourself in five words it's like 
girl, I have like 25 words. I can't just put myself in a little bubble and say I have only five words to describe me. That's very, very difficult. Like these bios on social media. They want you to explain your whole life in 140 characters. It's like, what? I'm so much more (laughs) than that. You know, right? So to your point of styling, it's like, okay, well, today I could be feeling this. Today I could be feeling that. But I mean, it's probably like a general base. And then you kind of add to that each day, however you feel. Yeah, we all have our foundation. Yeah. It ain't going anywhere. Right? (laughs) It's not going anywhere, but we can, you know, introduce other aspects and different other aspects from different styles. I think that's, you know, that's really um, fun. You know, that's where your creativity can be honed. Um, so just keeping an open mind, but still, you know, keeping your foundation and embracing that and building around that. What would be your advice to a new image consultant or someone that just wants to get in the industry altogether? Should thine own self be true? You could spend countless hours And I'm not saying, you know, study, I'm not saying not to study your craft, not to do research, but you can spend countless hours looking at another stylist, looking at another image consultant, looking at another makeup artist and trying to kind of um, mimic, but you won't, you won't be successful. The reason you won't be successful is we all have our unique fingerprint. So my advice would be, be true to thine own self, find your fingerprint, find your path. Um, and that's how you find your tribe. You know what I mean? Like that's right. you find your tribe by being you. And so figure out why you're in this business, number one, because there has to be some value there. There has to be some impact. There has to be something deeper than shopping or clothes. Um, find that and then work your work your business accordingly. Do you have to kind of stay abreast of the trends or, you know, do you kind of stay up to date on things like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I stay, I stay researching trends but also there's you know there's other components there's fabrics there's color there's texture there are like body ratio things that you have to know um there's lighting whether you know your client is doing photography whether your client is going to be in a film like you have to know how to work what um, your client is doing at the time. Like I said, it's not just a cute outfit. Mm -hmm. You have to know, absolutely have to know color. You don't have to be a makeup artist, but you have to know lighting. You have to know what a good makeup application looks like. You need to know posture. You need to know body language. Like all of these things have, and that's why, when people say, oh, she's a stylist, I say, no, I'm an image consultant. Image consulting involves image, which is way more than fashion. It, it just dives into the person's entire lifestyle, if you will. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of difference. So I'm constantly researching. Um, and people love trends. There's nothing wrong with trends. Mm-hmm. And so I do have to stay abreast of trends and and what what I think people may want. Now, is that the entire uh, aspect of it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
So yeah, you do have to, you have, you have to study and it's more than throwing some clothes on someone. It's about body type. It's about um, body ratio. It's about mm -hmm. color, knowing who, what color is for who. <laughs> it's about all of that. And so it's not just this fashion thing. Like mm -hmm. it is, it is really deeper. Okay. So when you create the fashion boards for your client, do you use, okay. So I don't know if you remember Polyvore back in the day. Mm -hmm. So Polyvore, you know, you used to be able to create different sets and have all this access to um, different looks. So who do you use now since Polyvore isn't there to create the, these boards? Google. Oh. Google has, you can create boards, you can create slides, you can create documents, you can create uh, uh, fashion presentations. Now, you, I mean, you have to obviously do more, you got to do some work, but um, Google is my best friend. Not just Google and pull some information, but you can actually create fashion boards via Google. And, and we talked about this before. Why um, make things difficult? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my work has I've really automated some systems and um made things a whole lot easier for myself. Canva now you can create um presentations, but you just have to know what to do and how Canva, to do yeah. it. What is your favorite part in your process for your client? Like for me, when it comes to applying makeup, I love the lips and the eyes. Doing those two parts just makes everything come together and I love it. Do you have a specific part of your service where you're like, I love this, this is my favorite part? Yeah, my favorite part is um, helping people realize to work with they, what, what they have mm -hmm. and their faces light up when they're like, oh, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> right, you're like, wait, I don't have to throw out my whole wardrobe? Yeah, they're like, I never would have thought of that, number one. And number two, I never would have put that with that, but it works. And then when they send me pictures of them in real life, mm -hmm. you know, they're happy. They look, Their confidence level is on 100 instead of 50 now. Wow. That's when I know that I've, like, done my job, um, that I've been effective, is mm -hmm. when it works for them. And, and they see it and I see it. And when they come back. <laughs> my favorite part is when they return okay you know because that because that means that we've established a partnership a lifelong partnership yes <laughs> um and we're and, and it's not a give 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 it's a give and take because you know i give my expertise they give me that the results mm -hmm. really they mm -hmm. give me results i don't give them results so that's the thing, you know, once you engage with the image consultant, you have the responsibility of taking on like the information, you have the responsibility to execute it literally, really, you know, and then you actually ultimately are responsible for your results, not me. And so when I see results, that's my, that's my two thumbs up. Yes. When I think of the word image consultant and stylist, the one thing that came to my mind is pulling clothes. Use it for temporary basis and return them. I guess sometimes, of course, they can buy them for the client too, but I would think that's more of an image consultant that would actually 
purchase the clothing for that client, more clear differences yeah. between the two professions. I, I think I've, I've pulled clothes before. It depends okay. on, you know, what your client needs. But I think more importantly now than anything is to introduce clients to local retailers mm. um, where they will actually purchase because our local um, retailers are struggling, mm. you know? And so I'm, I always make it a point if I do pull um, like, Hey, you want to keep this? You want to buy this? This is from, you know, X, Y, and Z because, um, and, and I think that, I think that pulling for larger um, fashion houses, I don't see an issue with it mm -hmm. per se, but for smaller, you know, retailers, I would love to see my clients just purchase. So what are some of your favorite local shops? You can give me in trouble. Uh oh, okay. Okay. So maybe <laughs> no, you no, tell no, me I, that off camera. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just, I, I won't list them all, but I'm a huge fan of uh, shy versus bold. I'm a huge fan of the Peacock Room. I love Flow Boutique, um, which has been around for for a long time, right in the mm -hmm. Cass, you know, Cass area, Cass Willis area. Uh, I really, really love Boro, which is an upscale resale shop. Mm -hmm. I like uh, Margot and Max, which is another resale shop in Ferndale. Um, and so those are just a couple of of retailers where I've actually pulled from or worked with or where I shop frequently. <laughs> and that's so cool you say that because you are all about sustainability. And it seems like from the end of 2021 to 2022, that's all I'm hearing in the industry. Sustainability, clean, eco-friendly, like Prada and Adidas has come out with this new line from Re-Nylon, which is like a plastic yes. resource type of recycled material. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like everyone's talking about repurposing. How can we help this earth? And yeah. that's one thing I like about what you said. You're about saying, hey, you still have some great things. We don't have to get rid of much of anything. We can just repurpose it or we could style it differently or maybe if it's a shirt add a belt to it which yeah is leads me to another question which will it's coming uh sustainable fashion is actually like a 2022 fashion trend yes and that's <laughs> what i was about to say exactly see you beat me to it yes because i was going to ask you what do you think the trends are going to be this year fashion wise so yeah, so sustainable fashion, ha ha ha, is a, a 2022 <laughs> trend. Right. Go figure. But um, more so the power of the repeat. Like you've heard people say, once I wear it and I take a picture, that's it. Girl. So wasteful. Wear that again. Wear it different ways. So, you know, power of the repeat. They're really emphasizing that this year. Mm -hmm. Vintage fashion is like... You know, most of, most of us who are fashion or style conscious, we've been into vintage, but this is actually a, a 2022 now. trend. Yeah. <laughs> and resale. Um, and then the ethical part of sustainable fashion, like people are really getting more conscious about um, 
ethics, fashion mm -hmm. ethics. And so um, there are a couple of like local ethical companies, which I'm really, really excited about, like um, obviously apparel, Detroit denim, studio um, variously, like these things in Michigan, mm -hmm. you know, we saw we, Detroit is the new black has some ethical, you know, sustainable fashion, um, there too but yeah that's a fashion trend <laughs> um and then power suiting power suiting which i'm like i love suiting i i ne i wouldn't necessarily wear it well in times past i wouldn't wear a suiting together like the pants and the blazer like yeah. i'm a blazer girl to heart but like power suiting is a fashion trend now but it's with a little twist um so suiting has become more colorful mm -hmm. even in the workplace um they're using more fabrics they're using more designs and these things have become more acceptable now and with more women starting businesses in the last two years um and people returning to work and they're tired of their leggings and you know their leisure wear power student has become more popular so you get mm -hmm. women walking you know owning businesses and and bossing up in power suits you know oh, that's right so, I love it. I absolutely love it. And then um, looser denim, like the mom jean has really taken off again. And I'm a fan. Me too, child. <laughs> Me and my I'm a fan. Oh. I happened upon a brand actually at Target um, that fits my body. And so I'm going to stick beside them, okay? Okay, what um, brand, child? <laughs> it's Wild and Fable, okay. actually. Um, so I have a couple, I have three pair of those mom jeans. I'm, I'm sticking beside it. I'm sticking beside Wild and Faithful. I'm about to go okay? to Target when I get done with this. Like for real, <laughs> I have to go anyway. So when you said, I'm like, how does she, okay, Wild and Fable, I'm checking them out. Yeah. And, and yeah. are they reasonably priced? Because Target can be I expensive. I don't think that they're over $30. Okay. Yeah. Um, cardigans are making a huge comeback, like the you know, school days. Um, and I love it. I love layering. So I'm really, really excited about, you know, this wardrobe staple, like being a trend now. <laughs> right. It, it, it seems like they're bringing back a little bit of the early 2000s. Like I remember wearing my sweater sets and it was a matching yes. set. And I almost gave those away. And I was like, I am so glad I didn't. I, girl, I took them to the cleaners and everything. I treated them real yeah. good. They're hanging up. I can't wait to wear them again. But those yeah. two-piece sets and just things that aren't so tight-fitting, I think, are going yeah. yeah. So those two-piece sets, so what I'm seeing for a 2022 trend is the cardigan and then the set, but it's like more of a um, bandeau versus mm. like the you know, full camisole type of sets. Top. So yeah, it's it's really fun. And then bright and opulent colors, like really, really um, pretty jewel tones mm. are making a comeback. You're seeing a lot of reds and blues. And, you know, if you've been paying, you know, I'm sure you've been paying attention, but the 2022 color of the year by Pantone is the Perry. So mm -hmm. it's a really like, purpley cool reddish color between, like mm -hmm. a periwinkle color yeah 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 so it's really really cool so those are like the most popular 2020 
trends that I'm seeing. Now, this is probably one of my favorite Pantone colors of the year. It's very peary. It's like a purple with a red undertone. And I really like that. That yeah. color is so pretty. And I think it'll yeah. complement a myriad of skin tones. Absolutely. It's become really, really popular, you know, in interior design. Because, I mean, oh. all of it is, you know, connected. Fashion, yeah. design. Um, so one last question before we get into the fun lightning speed round, which you're probably like, what? So <laughs> what magazines do you read or where do you get your fashion inspo from or just fashion information in general? So I have to be really, really honest. Um, and I'm not saying this in an arrogant way, but I mm -hmm. think that I really do have a gift when it comes to um, trends and predictions and just like my inner style. Cause you know, mm -hmm. when I, when I, um, when I love something I in a couple months, it's like, Oh, this is it. And I'm like, girl, you yeah, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. What y'all talking about? <laughs> but yeah. Um, that's a gift. And I love it because I'm able to help people before you know it hits the fan and and so they feel like they have a sense of what they have a pulse of right. you know what's what um but i love i'm a, i'm old-fashioned when it comes to reading and i love essence i still love essence i am on their website daily yeah it has our heart like it has the heart of our culture yes <laughs> Yes, and, and since anything, Ebony's gone. And anything that holds our culture, you know, close to their heart, and I'm just with it. I'm mm -hmm. with it. So I love Essence. I love Vogue. I love In Style. Um, I love, um, I just lost, it's the the uh, interior design one. Architectural Digest? I love, our, our, I love that because, like I, like I was telling you, Interior design, fashion, you know, culture, it's all intermingled. And so I can grab that and I'll be like, oh, that color looks great with that. You know, so I'm, I'm all about, you know, being very diverse with, you know, my research and what I read. So those are primarily the, the magazines and the books that I'm, I'm into. I love Essence. And I know Ebony has a online publication now so i do read that often but essence comes through and another one that comes through allure yes. allure now has a new black editor-in-chief yes and they started a segment called the melanin edit so i'm yes. like this black girl get in there girl and start flipping tables and making yes. stuff happen i'm like yes. okay so anyway i'm i'm all for the magazines that was one of the things i mentioned for like would be any great gift for a beauty lover i mean Absolutely. get something in, in addition to the magazines i mean that's probably like ten dollars but i'm saying like that. a gift is a gift is a gift you okay. right. Okay, let me stop being bougie. Like, what you give me? That's it? Yeah. Like, I need something else. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but magazines, especially for a beauty lover, um, a fashion lover, will take that and just kind of relish in it. Like, ooh, I can look. It's constant inspiration. It is. Now, are you ready for this rapid fire section? Yeah. Okay, so are you a heels or a flats person? I'm flats now. Whoa, hold on, wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. Really? Is it because of the panorama? It's like, I'm just all about comfort. Like I love, I still love heels. Mm -hmm. 
and it, it does depend on the outfit but would I grab a pair of, like just on just ready to go somewhere I'm grabbing some some flatter shoes for sure I hear you you look fabulous in either one I just always remember seeing you in your heels girl I know right <laughs> okay so what product can you not stop reaching for right now there I'm using a Trader Joe's facial oil actually mm-hmm um, don't ask me the name of it right now because uh, I'm like, this is rapid fire. And of course, Ray, my memory is set up, but it's the only it's the only facial oil that they have. Okay. And I absolutely love it. And I've, I've been put using it at night, um, but I love it. Like it just, it's just everything. Mm, okay. I will have to look into that. Yeah. If what is your go-to karaoke song? And I am telling you. Okay, you better <laughs> sing that song. <laughs> if you could have anyone play you in a movie, who would it be? Regina Hall. Mmm, I can see that. I can definitely see that. That's a great pick. Okay, and what social media platform are you loving the most right now? Instagram. And do you like sports? No. <laughs> and last question what is your favorite color black <laughs> okay figuratively and literally okay yes. so where can everyone find you i am first of all i do have a website www.unforgettableullc.com everyone always misses the two t's but there are two T's in Unforgettable. So it's unforgettableullc.com. I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram as unforgettableu. Um, but the, the four is a number four. Mm. So U-N-4-G-E-T-T-A-B-L-E-Y-O-U. And then I'm on Facebook um, under Unforgettable ULLC. You guys, after every episode, I'm always inspired. I love what she said about the difference between being an actual stylist and an image consultant. It's so much deeper than I ever thought it would be. So that was such an enlightening highlight from today's episode. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys are leaving the show inspired. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Makeup and Beauty Podcast. While you're here, check out some other episodes. I would love for you to stick around and subscribe to the podcast, rate and leave a review. It helps the show grow. And last but not least, if you guys want to be on my listserv, I send out weekly news, beauty, makeup, fashion related news to my readers who get the tea first. Come back next Tuesday for another amazing episode on the Makeup and Beauty Podcast. Make sure you check me out on all platforms, child on everything at C. Michelle Styles. Thank you for joining me for beauty and community. And until next time, adios, besos.